Welcome to To Inspire, and I'm your host, Dennis Postema, and today we have a special guest, Phoebe Davis. She's a 27-year-old entrepreneur, fitness competitor, and model from Scottsdale, Arizona, so she's a lot warmer than us right now. Yeah. Um, her passion is deeply rooted in serving others through sharing her own physical transformation journey and empowering women all over the world to embrace their individuality and become the best versions of themselves. Phoebe, welcome to To Inspire. I'm so excited to have you today. Yeah, thank you so much. It's such a pleasure to be speaking with you, and I'm so excited to, to talk with you more. Yes, absolutely. And I love that uh, empowering women to become the best version of themselves. I always love that statement from way back in the day anyway. So that's, mm -hmm. um, that's just awesome. So let's get right into it. What, what inspired you, Phoebe, um, to get into health and fitness? And tell us a little bit about your journey. Okay. So um, growing up, I was always um, heavier set. And so I, I actually like, I endured a lot of bullying growing up for my weight. Um, I was always kind of the, I mean, I hate to say the duff, but kind of like, you know, the designated ugly fat friend. Basically, I just always brought the humor. I brought the jokes, the personality, all my friends had boyfriends and I was just there to entertain everybody basically. So, um, honestly, the, the, the drive to pursue health and fitness was kind of rooted in that and that I was always kind of, you know, I was picked on and it just always like lit this fire inside me that was like, you know, I have control over what I put into my body. I don't have control over what other people think of me, right. but I, I do have control over myself. And, and so that's really what kind of sparked the journey to pursue health and fitness and create a better life for myself where I'm not only, um, you know, healthy, but I enjoy doing fun activities and being comfortable in my own body. And I feel like so many women can relate to the story, especially, you know, the bullying factor growing up. Um, so that's why I initially created my Instagram account was just to like, help inspire other women along my journey and also to help hold myself accountable. So that's where like the flexing thieves brand began essentially. Okay. That's awesome. Well, talk, talk to me, you know, with, with bullying and overcoming haters and hate online, talk mm -hmm. to me a little bit about that. First of all, because anybody who's a success story and has dealt with any success online or in anywhere in life, whether it's fitness or entrepreneurship, has dealt mm -hmm. with haters and online hate. Tell me how that all kind of falls together and what you've learned from it, because that's always a, a good topic for our viewers. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, something that's always, well, I wouldn't necessarily say always, but more recently in my more recent adult years, um, I'm a Christian. So relying heavily on my faith has always really just brought me back to center. Like, it doesn't matter what other people think of me. Everyone's going to have their opinions. And especially... It's funny too, because uh, I, I'm originally from Spokane, Washington, which is a pretty small town. Um, so everybody knows everybody's business type of thing. Yeah. And it's funny because when I go home or like even on Instagram now, like I'll get people who used to bully me, like messaging me be like, how did you become a model? Oh my gosh, like, can't believe this is you now. And I'm like, you pushed me over in the hallways. So bye. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's kind of stuff like that. So um, my faith has been such a rock for me, um, to just have, you know, full confidence that my, 
value is does not come from what other people think yeah. and other people's criticism um and yeah i mean usually when i get hate comments on on instagram or emails or i mean it doesn't really have i'm not like that popular to get email hate but like you know i'll get people like nasty comments and dms every once in a while um and honestly i just block them sure yeah i don't even have the patience to fire back it's not yeah. worth my energy it's not worth my time clearly i i'm a very empathic person so i try to put myself in their shoes and clearly they're suffering with something and i just view it as like other people are projecting their insecurities onto me yeah and i just kind of leave it at that and go on about my day yeah. obviously there are some things that will trigger me um but i work very hard to release that energy yes it's not mine it's not it's not my responsibility to carry other people's hate. That's their problem, you know? I love that. And I love, because Gary Vaynerchuk always talks about, you know, take it, take the criticism, and maybe there's something to learn from it. But then, okay, once you've learned from it, move on and, and whatever. But I love the fact that you, you bring it back to your Christianity and uh, having, you know, God as your rock behind the scenes or even in front of the scenes to where, because really, a lot of times, that's one of the few things that'll... <laughs> hold your sanity when oh, somebody says 100%. something like that yeah you're like wait a minute i'm trying to help people i'm trying yeah. to get them over some of the things i've went through and mm -hmm. now you're gonna hate on me so i get it i, I trust me and the yeah. in the the hometown thing you know never being a prophet in your own town i get it um you know it doesn't matter your success story um it, it or your success is just uh it like you said, hey, you pushed me over in the hallway, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I mean, I'm not, I don't hold like resentment towards that chapter of my life, but it's definitely something that I, I, I guess I view it in a different lens because without, without that push, I wouldn't have as much grit that yeah. I have today. Um, and I like grit is one of my favorite words because- I agree. I feel like grit just embodies discipline, motivation, determination it's like all of these amazing words summed into one so i mean i've i wouldn't be who i am today without the haters but you know you just use that fuel to give you the hustle i love it exactly you know we <laughs> gotta use that for a positive outlet essentially spin on it yes absolutely yeah. i couldn't agree more and grit it that's an awesome word yeah it's uh, such a good word isn't it? yeah yeah and i'll talk to you about that more later uh actually on the grit side of things but how did that, so talk to me about self-love and going through this transformation of, of being bullied and, and going through, you know, different weight structures and things like that. And now being uh, a model and competing in the MPC, tell me, tell me a little bit about how self-love and, and body image plays a role in that. Yeah. So, um, self-love, hmm, what a concept, right? Yeah. So for me self-love is just like motivation it comes and goes it's not always going to be there um it's a choice okay. and i have been through many peaks and valleys in my self-love journey um a lot of that had to do with competing um, and a lot of it still does have to do with instagram and having a public account with x amount of followers um and just having this I guess for me, sometimes I feel like I, ha I have this responsibility to show up and to always project, you know, love yourself, blah, blah, blah. But like, that's not 
normal on a day-to-day basis. Not every day we wake up and we're like, wow, I love myself. You know, it's just not human. But um, for me, I think the biggest thing is just have giving, giving yourself grace and knowing that like some days are good body day images, other days are not, but regardless, it doesn't, yeah, it just doesn't define who you are. Um, Another thing too is being able to um, remove, remove, or at least quiet the inner voice in your head, because sometimes, you know, that, that inner chatter, you're the only one hearing that. And that's not reality. That's just chatter. It's just noise. Um, I don't know if you've read the book, it's called the untethered soul, but it's a lot about, um, it's a lot about like clearing energy blockages and quieting, um, that inner voice in your head and just kind of establishing like what's reality and what is my mind telling me? And often what your mind is saying is not correct. Right. Um, And so in the NPC world, I struggled. The reason why I even read this book, honestly, it was a recommendation for me after I competed. Um, I got really bad uh, body dysmorphia disorder um, because at least for me, I know other people's, if you're a competitor out there and you're watching this, um, everybody's journey looks different. For me, when I started, I was like at 160 pounds and I lost like 45 pounds. My show weight was 124. Okay. So, and that was a seven month period. So like I drastically changed my body to compete. Um, and then after my show was over, it was like, okay, well now you can like have food again. Like you can eat a little bit more normally, but I was just trapped in this prison in my mind that was like, I have to hit my macros every single day. If I don't, I don't know who I am anymore. And I just like, I had my whole identity wrapped up in food, honestly, like how I was viewing my body that day. And it would destroy my, my whole energy and and attitude for the day and i like it was a very dark time in my life so i definitely struggled with body dysmorphia um i would go through like binge eating episodes like that was a very rough time for me um as far as you know self-love and body image goes but it's crazy because i'll look back on those photos and i looked freaking awesome but mentally i was in hell so Faith absolutely got me through that. Um, that book, The Untethered Soul, was amazing to just identify like your you know inner conscious voice and, and all that stuff and being able to detach from that. Um, but what really helped me, like where I, where I took action on that, was I completely stepped away from the scale. I threw it away. I stopped weighing myself. I stopped tracking macros and just allowed myself to eat more intuitively. I took a full year. Um, like a little bit over a year off from competing and just kind of like reintroduced myself into what I thought was going to be my new normal. Um, so yeah, that was kind of a a long explanation, but no, no, I get it. it. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh no. I was just going to say like self, self love and body image is all up to the, to the individual but there are things that you can do to take action. Like I, I'm at a point in my life now where I have completely repaired my relationship with food. I'm not scared of it. I enjoy tracking macros. I actually just started prep for my next competition season, which is going to be the summer. 
Um, so I'm like going into prep with a whole new mindset. I've, you know, I've been through hell and back. I know what to expect. Um, I know how my body reacts to different things now. So I, I'm, I feel um, so much more prepared going into to this prep, um, both physically and emotionally too, with just how, how I know my, my inner voice likes to speak to myself and I, I can detach and shut it off pretty fairly quickly these days, which is nice. Well, you live and you learn from that. And that's what I love about you saying, you know, with knowing your, first of all, knowing your own body, um, mm -hmm. but also going back to what you said about the scale and everything else, depending on what type of workout people are doing, whether it involves weights and like you said, tracking your macros and cardio and all the different workouts out there, you have to know your body and know what works for you and what, and, and understand, like you said, throwing away the scale you depending on what program you're doing if you're including weight training and whatnot into your workout that can increase your body mass so you mm -hmm. may be in better shape but you may also weigh more so that's right you know, and that alone is such a mind <laughs> yeah mind. I, get, I get what you're saying <laughs> so yeah so numbers especially in the fitness world in the competition world like you're ruled by numbers so to be able, I mean, and I was at a point where I had to force myself, like, this isn't healthy for me anymore. I need to do a lot more internal work before I, I can step back into that world. So, yeah. Well, what advice do you give? I mean, for, for women and young women who are struggling with their weight and their body image, what, what advice do you give them who may be going through some of the similar things that you went through? Both yeah. in the beginning and during competition, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Well, the first thing I would ask is like, if they're working with a coach, because sometimes if, if somebody is working with a coach who doesn't really know what they're doing, obviously that can instill wacky beliefs in your mind that you're supposed to be doing X, Y, and Z when in reality, you're like super under eating or you're, you know, you're training way too much. You're not giving yourself enough rest days. Like you need to be drinking more water, blah, blah, blah. Side note, I'm not a coach or a trainer. So I'm, and that's also what I say to people who yeah. ask for advice. So I'm like, I'm not certified. This is all based on who I've worked with, the professionals in my industry that I'm friends with, that I talk to and like my own experience. So I, I don't ever want to give people the idea that like, this is my advice and go tell your friends because well, it's I, up, you know what I mean? And I appreciate you sharing that because anybody, again though, talking about your experiences and whatnot, People do need to figure it out for themselves along mm -hmm. with hear what you happened, how you did it, how somebody else did it, because those experiences are what makes you because any coach that tells you you need to do exactly this is probably wrong in some, some way or shape. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, take any industry, like not, nobody is like the expert, you know what I mean? There are, there are experts that you rely on, but nobody is like the end all be all. But right. regardless, I would find out if like they're working, what kind of coach they're working with, like, and just let them know, like, based on my experience, this is what I did. Um, and along that journey, like these were different things that would trigger me in certain ways. And like, if, if they can relate to that, then I'll talk to them about that. Um, I get a lot of messages from people who are like, I have a very similar body type that you used to have, like, how did you get such a rapid change? And, and for me, I like, I worked with amazing coaches. Like yeah. th that's it. That's what it was. Like I, I did work with one coach who didn't know what she was doing. She's a great friend. I love her, but like, 
I was, I, I did research and I was like, this isn't healthy for me. So I found different coaches who, um, really knew their stuff there. I consider them to be experts in the competition world. Um, they have a massive team behind them. Um, and I'm, they're my coaches now. Um, but like you have, you have to work with somebody if you really, if you don't know what you're doing, you need somebody who does know what they're doing. And, you know? and also holds you accountable. Yeah. A hundred percent too, because you can say like, and a lot of people don't understand tracking macros. They're like, well, what's a macro? Like what are macros? Um, but for me, I'm like, well, it's fats, proteins, and carbs and you just track them. Yeah. Cause I've been doing it for so long. So yeah, for me, it's, it's just like, autumn, like it's second nature to you. And type it into my fitness pal. Yeah. <laughs> But a lot of people don't understand that. And for, for me to try and dumb it down for them, I'm sure it's even more confusing. So I just try to, to push them to more reliable sources who can explain it to them. And then if they're wanting to take that next step um, into lifestyle training or competition training, whatever, then they have some more education to do that. But um, yeah. And I always, especially when I was on prep this last go around, I, I would post before and after pictures all the time. Cause my, honestly, I don't know if you've seen that, but my transformation from the seven months from start to start of prep to show day, it's like, it's pretty insane. I'm not going to lie, but I always used to tell people like, this is not sustainable for daily life. Like if you're wanting to change your body, create long, long lasting lifestyle habits and changes this isn't what you're going to do because you will swing from one end of the pendulum all the way to the other. And then you can't find that middle balance. And that's exactly what happened with me. Yeah. Um, that's why I had to take a year off and kind of figure out what my new normal was. How do you, how do you track your progress now for both health and fitness? Mm -hmm. um, well, I track my macros now. Yeah. Um, I've been, I've been tracking since like August, just to, not for any particular reason other than just to get an idea and it's fun. Like I like doing it. Sure. Um, I track my macros. I take progress photos. I try to take them. Well, now that I'm on prep, I'll be taking weekly like check-in photos for my coaches. Um, photos are such a good way to measure progress versus numbers yeah. on the scale. Because like you said, you know, you could be, you could be, you could have like, three extra pounds of water weight and in your mind you're like oh my gosh it's all fat what happened <laughs> but like you know and then the next day you could look like super shredded and lose like another four pounds or the next day you're up four pounds but you look even more shredded so it's just like the numbers are just a gauge it's it's a tool yeah to measure success but i always always go off um progress pictures okay. I, and how I, you're feeling too like if you're feeling super energized and super motivated and you feel good you're getting good sleep like that's also really way more important than how much you weigh yeah talk to me about your favorite supplements and what you would recommend okay um so oh, i should grab it but i don't want to get up okay. so um i'm an athlete with bomar nutrition um i don't know if you've heard of them or not but they're um they're an online company pretty big on instagram I love their products. Um, so they have amazing products for gut health, um, probiotics. 
Um, I have something called a colon cleanse. Um, and that's just like, it does what, exactly what you think it does, but it's yeah. so, it's just like, oh, it makes you feel great. Um, and gut health is obviously so important as I'm sure you know. Um, and then they also have this product called Sharp. Um, and I take this every single morning. Um, I always butcher how to pronounce this, so bear with me, but Nootropics. Okay. Did I say it right? I, I think so, yeah. All right, it, it sounds right to me. Okay, it so sounded, it's It sounded Sharp. right to me, so. Yeah, so Sharp Nootropics. Um, and it's basically, it's got like the teeniest amount of caffeine in it. Um, and I don't drink coffee, I'm not a caffeine person. So for me, it's like perfect first thing in the morning. Um, and it all, it helps with brain function, mental clarity. It just, it, it makes you sharp. That's why it's yeah, called sharp. Good focus. I love those supplements. Yes. yes. And so it's good for the work day. Um, I know a lot of people will mix it like with their pre-workout. Um, they also have amazing pre-workout, both, um, non-stim and stim. So you yeah. can do the caffeine free version. Um, but yeah, I just, Bomar is amazing. I'm an athlete with them. So um, I highly, highly recommend their products. Um, and I have a code too. So if anyone wants to buy from Bomar Nutrition, my code is Phoebe, P-H-O-E-B-E. -E. There you go. Mm -hmm. All right, perfect. And the, the thing that I like about talking about with the supplements is, you know, you, you hit on some extremely important ones because gut health is important. Mm -hmm. um, you know, so many people, I tell everybody all the time, are you taking your vitamins and doing the things that, cause people just skip that stuff and they're like, yeah, well, I'm taking my protein and I'm taking my pre-workout. And you're like, wait a minute, you know, like you said, mental clarity, focus and, and gut health, all these things that people just skip. If you skip that part, you may even have a, a, a decent looking body. And it, I mean, it works if your you know, hormones are all over the place. That's the biggest thing too. It's like, it's like Maslow's hierarchy of needs and everybody skips the basic need. They just go right to the gains and the shreds and the protein and the pre-workout and all those things are important. And those supplements are great to aid you and to get to the peak, yeah. but like your, your gut health, your hormones, all of that's the basis. And when that's not there, you're just like, you're miserable. Yeah. I saw a video on uh, um, calcium being the first line of defense. I, I was one, a video I watched during the start of COVID and mm -hmm. calcium is the first line of defense, even before vitamin C. I'm like, mm -hmm. you know, who would have thought? And people, how many people are just skipping out on that stuff? So yeah. I'm glad you mentioned that. And, and thank you for not being traditional about just being like, yeah, you know, cause we offer protein shots and all the different products too. And they're yeah. great. But if you're, if your core isn't healthy, none of that matters. You know? Yeah. Doesn't it matter if you're shredded and you don't sleep at night? You know, those aren't yeah, exactly. a good combination. Yeah. So and um, my, I had horrible hormone problems um, after I competed. Like I looked awesome. I was super shredded, but I was sleeping maybe three hours a night. My sleep schedule was brutal. And I would wake up in like a swamp of sweat. And I had like the worst breakouts. It was miserable, but getting like paying attention to my gut health and getting my hormones leveled out was like number one priority. So Oh, thank you very much for sharing that part. That's, I think that's very important and overlooked so many times during interviews like this. So mm -hmm. talk to me about what, what, what are Phoebe's fitness goals for 2021 and what's going on this year? Um, so I'm going to compete this year. I'm so excited. Back um, and ready to go, huh? Yes. <laughs> um, I am currently battling a 
pretty severe sciatica in my right glute down my leg. It's brutal. Um, but I am fortunately um, working with some pretty awesome like body work specialists to get better. So I'm kind of easing myself back into training. Um, for me, I'm like hundred percent all or nothing. Like if I ever go to the doctor or the chiropractor, I'm like, this really hurts, but like, can I still work out? Right. I'm like, I, I can't like, I'll get depressed if I don't work out. So, um, I'm like an all or nothing person. So for me, it's been kind of like, Oh, I can only do one leg day. <laughs> I'm but only competing good. if I can win, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, um, but yeah, I've started training. Um, I just got my new prep protocols for my coaches like two days ago. So this is like, you're at the very beginning, early stages. Check back in with me in like July. Things will be nuts. That's awesome. Well, hey, we'll, we'll definitely pencil you in for another interview. That's great. That'd yeah. be a great idea. <laughs> Because and I love that you're 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 very similar to me from the aspect of your mind is 110% go, even though your body's not keeping up. My body's <laughs> like, wait, wait. I'm like, shush, shush, shush. <laughs> Nobody asked you. This is the yeah. game plan. Yeah, that's awesome. So um anything, any advice you can give the the 20 year old Phoebe? What what advice would you give yourself back in the day if you were 20 again and you could talk to yourself? Um, this is this is good. Um, I I would like to tell myself many things. Um, I think the, well, first I would say um, to be very selective with your energy and who you choose to invite into your life um, and be very mindful of the people you surround yourself with. Um, if they're good influence on you if they're not just pay attention to those things it doesn't mean you have to write certain people off but like you choose where you you get to choose where you invest your energy um and that's like the most priceless currency is time and energy in my opinion agreed so i would definitely say that um and then as always just show yourself a lot of grace um every single day, I would tell myself to find Jesus a lot sooner than when I did and make that probably a bigger priority. Um, Put that as a reminder in your phone. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, for real. Read the Bible. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, and then, yeah, I would just, like be beauty is not just external. Yeah. And, um, it's funny because a lot of people tell me today that they're really surprised I have a personality and I'm very, like, I'm well-spoken and I'm funny. And I'm just like, well, that's cause I was fat once. <laughs> it's all I had back in the day. It's all I had to get me to where I am now. But like those foundational things of having a personality, being funny, being, being empathic, relating to other people, like those qualities go so much farther than how you look. Yeah. Um, and cherish those things from the beginning instead of relying on how you look to get you from point A to point B because yeah. one day we're gonna be old. Yes, but exactly. Yeah. They'll be funny and witty. Yes, there you go. Yeah, you got that part down. Yeah. Yes. And so the thing about that is too is is you have no matter what you're the average of the five people you hang out with. That can mm -hmm. be financially, that can be any aspect, that can be nutrition, you know, look at your five friends. They're 
probably if you're in shape, they're probably most of them are in shape too. So you're, you know, it's all about your network. And that's why that's good. Very good point of surrounding yourself with those people and who you choose to spend time with. Cause sometimes it's not always easy. Um, it could be somebody who used to be a close friend, but they're just negative impact on your life. So, um, well, thank you. How do we get a hold of you, Phoebe? How does everybody check you out? I almost was like, here's my phone number. <laughs> um, so you can be follow blowing me. up after yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, my phone. <laughs> um, so you can follow me on Instagram at flexing Phoebes. Um, I'm also on TikTok for fun things. Um, that's also at flexing Phoebes. Um, that's not the, that's not like super fitnessy. It's more like model my, the model side of my career. So that's fun. Um, and then you can also email me. Um, my email is flexingfeebs at gmail.com. Um, I have a PR and brand manager that I work with. So, um, we love to partner with different brands, um, in the health and fitness space, also different photographers too. So there's that. And then my website is flexingfeebs.com. Perfect. Well, thank you so much for being on here. I greatly appreciate it. Hopefully we get you back on here again. Um, thank you so much for, for being part of our show. Thank you so much. This was so much fun. Thank you. All right. And everybody, we hope that you live to inspire. Thank you.